0: Are you stressed and filled with anxiety like I am? Maybe in a bit of pain from that car accident you had a few years ago? Well, the sponsor of today's episode, Hempville CBD, has us covered. They have the highest quality products created by chemists and doctors. Hempville carries everything from CBD to THC dispensary grade without those despicable dispensary prices. Order your Delta 8, 9, edibles, and vapes along with the THCA flower and get free shipping when you spend $50 or more at HempvilleCBD.com. Check out the link in the description for more details.
1: Welcome to The Film of Science, the double-featured podcast. Join us as we unravel the interwoven experience of the continuous conversation of cinema. Take part in pairing movies with their cursed counterparts, movies that share DNA, or even pairing questionable duos by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash We offer tiers at the $1, $5, and $20 level, where the $5 tier will grant the ability to request films to further the discussion. So grab some popcorn, sit back, and get ready to join the 100-year conversation. This is The Film of Science, where movies are more than just entertainment. They're an experience. And welcome back to another episode of The Film of Steins. Thank you for joining us today. I am joined today by my feathered friend, Lucy.
0: Blah, blah.
1: You can join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for brand new episodes of The Film of Steins. Some recent episodes include Trolls Band Together, Brother Beer, The Holdovers, The Original 1954 Godzilla, and The New Godzilla Minus One. Perhaps the greatest film of all time?
0: Maybe. Definitely the best film this year.
1: Good job, Takashi.
0: Good God. Good God. Good God! (laughs) Good job!
1: But today we're discussing some foul play. (laughs)
0: All right, I'm good, I'm good.
1: Sam Fells' Chicken Run 2, Dawn of the Chicken Nugget. Dawn of the Nugget? They're not doing the two part, are they? No, they're not. That's fine. I, um... As you, as some of you may know, we have some history with Chicken Run. I, I want to say Chicken Little. Does everyone just want to say Chicken Little? It just It rolls out a little it bit more. It just
0: rolls out, yeah.
1: But we are, we were both fans of the Chicken Run back in the day. And months back, we had a episode on it. Go check it out, please, at patreoncom slash Steins. So there was a little bit of serendipity happening there, where we just more or less randomly covered it. I know you wanted you brought it up, so you, and we were just like, all right, which is that's the, that's the one today.
0: Yeah, I think Netflix put it on their platform and I saw it and I was like, "Oh, Chicken Run. Oh my god, we should watch that." Little did I know, they were preparing me.
1: Yeah, they were. We would find out that Chicken Run a Chicken Run sequel was right around the corner, so we were like, "Oh, snap. Jazz, 20 years later, 23 years later. That's pretty wild." And I'm not going to lie, I was probably blinded a little bit by like, okay, you know, the guys who have been making Shaun the Sheep and Wallace and Gromit lately, and they can probably do a proper sequel and stuff. But little did I know, we have Netflix yet again, or I should say just a studio yet again, cashing in on some nostalgia. This movie was very mid, not nearly as good as the original from every angle. Performances, well, I guess, um, Animation-wise, it's pretty tight. It does feel a little bit more computer-generated. It is. And I feel like you can kind of see the lack of imperfections kind of letting you forget that it's largely stop-motion, actually. So I'm very curious what you have to say about Chicken Run, of the Nugget. What do you got?
0: Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this movie. I, like you, was caught up in the nostalgia of it. The, you know, movie of my childhood. And I was very excited when I heard it was going to come out. But um, it, it just didn't meet my expectations. And I don't want to call it mid. I think I'm set on either liking it or not liking it. Hmm. And maybe talking to you will just refine... Where I am at on that side of the mid, but um, yeah, it completely misses the tone that was established in the first Chicken Run.
1: Yeah, it felt like we were just up for a series of gags. There was no—I um, part of me wants to say kind of character building, character development—but there's not a lot of that happening in the first one. But there's, it feels like there's a proper through line in the first one, and then this one there's just gag after gag after gag and i feel like you see that demonstrated through the lack of dialogue i feel like yep. there's no real meaningful character moments even i mean it's kind of funny to say they're it's an animated you know movie about chickens so how much character can there be a lot there can be a lot demonstrated through personality at the very least and i yeah. think the big the biggest I wouldn't I want to say victim of it is is Rocky's character. I feel like he gets kind of buzz light your fight or something. He just really gets put on the back burner and it's just like, who is this character now? He's just a silly dipshit. And not to mention he's recasted by Zachary Levi, whoever, which is I mean a perfect like literal kind of personification of the movie because he is the most mid man on the world. He got replaced, you know, Mel Gibson was the original Rocky.
0: Yeah, I felt like a lot of the characters were rushed. It was just, here's your gang from the beginning and that that's all I'm going to give you. Rocky was a big miss and I feel like maybe my favorite characters from the first movie were also done a bit dirty, like um Babs. I liked her a lot in the beginning.
1: She's awesome and in the first movie.
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I keep saying beginning. In the first movie and um Fowler. He's awesome, too. He has this great arc with Rocky and this great, like, bromance that they kind of build. And they just make him an old chicken now. And, I mean, it's the dialogue and the stupid jokes. But, I mean, there's a lot here that just was missed. They
1: make Fowler kind of just a... I mean, he kind of was just a typical vet who you know, has all these stories and stuff and you almost get a feeling that he misses it. And I guess Fowler literally kind of does miss it. And then you, it's revealed that he wasn't even really part of anything. He was just like a passenger on the plane or whatever. So he's just, he's kind of, he's got that to share with Rocky where Rocky's kind of lying about in the first one about what he is. He's not a flying rooster. he's He's a performer. And so there's kind of a funny thing happening there. And, Fowler here in the second one, it almost feels like they just were like, all right, he's old. He's just old. Where is our story filled Fowler? I I, I get it's been 23 years, but it hasn't been 23 years in the movie, presumably. I would imagine only a couple.
0: Yeah, I mean, chickens.
1: I don't even know if they live 23 years old. Yeah, not here. Especially Fowler. He's old already, (laughs) right? So I don't know why we felt the need to neuter. An already established character, mm-hmm. like okay, like okay, I get. Babs just has less screen time. Basically, she still kind of has her little quips and little cootsy things she does with her knitting and stuff, like knitting while Ginger's briefing them on you know potential danger and stuff. She's knitting like a skull and crossbones or something like that. Yeah. It's like little cute things like that. It's fine, but they kind of just reject. They kind of just reject any dynamic between characters, just in general. Like, I, I don't want to say they reject the old dynamic, be, you know, for the new, because that could have been fine, but Molly sort of sucks. And then her weird immediate relationship with this random oh. other super British chicken, I'm just like,
0: Yeah, don't get me started I on her. I don't
1: know what the fuck is going on here. I think Molly's voiced by Bella Ramsey, too. Yeah. Kind of funny.
0: That's kind of cool. I like that.
1: She's getting around.
0: But uh, I didn't like that she was just okay. She wasn't... There wasn't something stellar that I wanted there to be. Yeah, she's not a voice actor. Yeah. She's
1: really not. The, I think the voice acting is pretty weak here. And Yes. I heard that they didn't get the original voice actor for Ginger because she was too old. She sounded too old.
0: That's kind of sad.
1: It is kind of sad, but it's... At this point, you might as well just give it to her because there's... There's already something lost, so you might as well try to just cash in on the original cast coming together.
0: Yeah, I I saw a lot of people bitch about not having the original cast, and honestly, I didn't really care for it. I If you would have had the original cast, it wouldn't have made me feel any different. Maybe they would have had something to say regarding their characters, but I, I doubt it. It's been so long, and... I don't know how much of a say they really get in anything else besides what they say or how they say it. So I don't really understand the hate behind not having the original cast. It's it's been 20 years. That's, it's okay. Yeah, I hate how this movie was almost forgettable in my book.
1: Almost forgettable? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's completely forgettable after this talk right here for me. Like, I was even going to want to, I wanted to walk into this thing, say, yep, this is going to be a contender for animation at the Oscars. But I'm not even.
0: If it is, it shouldn't be. Because, I mean, like you already briefly said, this is claymation. And we have no claymation here. One of the things I loved about the, or really one of the things I grew to love about the original was that I could see people's fingerprints. I could see people's hard work. I could see the tiny movements. And I know, yes, it's been that long. And of course, we've improved how we do claymation. But it's almost like we've eliminated it. It's, it's too perfect. It's too polished for this type of stop motion. I did notice a little bit of imperfections, but it's almost like they quickly went away in the next movement. Like, they didn't want them there. They didn't want to have them there. This could have been CG'd. Mm-hmm, yeah. All their hard work with the medium was just kind of lost.
1: And they had to remake, I don't know if you know, but they had to remake a lot of the models, original models at least, because in 2005 they lost everything in a fire.
0: <gasps> oh, no. I didn't know that. Whose fault was that? Was, Who no, am I here to blame? does not it telling? Dang!
1: It's kind of funny to see two high-profile stop-motion films come out of Netflix two years, like two years in a row, with Pinocchio and now Chicken Run. It's kind of cool though. Pinocchio's excellent movie though. You were bored with it, right?
0: Yeah, I was so bored with Pinocchio. <laughs> I was over it. I don't even think I finished it, and if I did, I don't remember it.
1: That's an awesome movie.
0: Pinocchio is. More forgettable Damn. than Dawn of the Nugget. Damn, just saying. Those,
1: that thats that pretty bold.
0: That's my bold statement of the day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, I, I just can't get over how dirty they did Babs for me. She, she was probably my favorite characters on, on the like, just the quick wittiness. And here I fade I feel like they made her too dumb and i i i don't like it like just some of the jokes she made was more geared for kids Mm -hmm. for the um comedic relief for the kids yeah totally and i don't i don't like that
1: yeah it felt like in the first movie she feels like she's somewhere in between she's that old person that everyone knows who's in between is she just an old person that says crazy shit or does she know what she's saying you know (laughs) yes she's she's that kind of old old grandma type type deal and and here it does feel like she's just pulling fast ones for the idiots out there the children
0: yeah i like that you said that she knitted um that skull thing but in the first movie they made her knit a noose i mean just kind of compare that and just if that's not an example of how this movie or where this movie went, and I I know it's a different scenario in the first movie. They're trying to escape certain death. Certain death, because if they don't lay eggs, they're getting chopped. And here they're out in the open. They're they're free basically. So the like immediate doom is not there. I understand that, but you it just felt like a lot of that dark humor is gone. Not all of it though. But I felt like a lot of it was.
1: I mean, I feel like every ounce of it probably was. I mean, they were, in the first movie, they were sort of in what seemed to me to be concentration camp, some kind of labor camp. Yeah. And that's pretty wild. Yeah. It was the Schindler's List of animation.
0: I did like that she made that bike.
1: That was kind of cute, but in cool. retrospect, it's just like, well, that... That was just the first of stupid many stupid things to come.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was more of a nod on everything everyone's crocheting right now.
1: It's crocheting in right now. I
0: think crocheting is in right now, or I don't know if because I've looked up some crocheting stuff recently. Now it's all over my algorithm. So well, I feel like
1: you know post COVID, I feel like that could have been one of those things a lot of people picked up. Yeah, for, for sure. sure.
0: This new movie feels very bright and colorful. And even glowy at some points, which I don't know how I feel about that. I'm trying to kind of look at it in a eerie way. So if we bring up the place where the chickens are being held, where um Molly and Frizzle, Fazzle, Frizzle are at, and they see all those chickens with the little collars on them, and they're all hypnotized, basically. They're all being mind-controlled to be happy. That gave me that kind of cheerful eariness, eeriness. Mm-hmm. and I saw someone describe it like the um, walkway scene in Squid Games.
1: That was a definite nod to Squid Games through the color of the the collar, and with the numbers on them like that, uh, totally.
0: Yeah, and just the you know kind of also Barbie Disney World land where they were at gave me enough of that dark humor sure that this movie didn't completely lose me especially when they're singing that summer holiday song mm-hmm. towards the end and they're oh my gosh that that's probably my favorite part that's probably the coolest scene here where they're all singing and they're all starting to march and go up and they're talking about going on a holiday and i don't know just that whole scene was it was pretty cool
1: yeah no i totally agree the the brightness, the unsettlingness of all the the smiling and pristine behavior, it reminds me of those like drug commercials where everybody's having fun playing outside, or it's real bright. It'll be like, if your back hurts, try trulicity. You can, you too, can have this much fun in life. Try Xanax. You won't remember another day. And so there's a like, this weird. Have you seen those commercials? Yeah, I,
0: yeah, I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Where you, it's a commercial for a drug, but it's showing something like you would imagine at the gates of heaven or something. It's just like this is weird. This is how it's always been in my life, so it's not that weird, I guess. But it's, it's very unsettling and feels like a very, a work of Sartre or something out of Nausea. It's, it's that's what it kind of gave me feelings of and then of course wood games through the color of the the collars totally that was hardcore yeah, reference
0: yeah i'd also like to add that the kind of point behind of why they're wearing collars to make them happy is also kind of eerie too because i don't know how true it is that if the animal is scared right before it dies it taints the meat or whatever people say i have no idea if that's true i've heard it all my life
1: Yeah, sure yeah me too
0: no clue so i like that they ran with that Mm -hmm. that that idea and that that also has this kind of dark element to it and let's just make these chickens happy right before they die and these chickens are just walking around i mean it's it's pretty cool
1: they're happy to die
0: they're happy to die so it doesn't completely lose me on that dark tone that we had from the first movie.
1: Yeah, and, but it's just it it loses itself in this heist mission.
0: It does. It does for sure.
1: But at the same time, it's like the heist mission is to get back Molly, but turns into saving all the chickens. Mhm. It feels like everything to do with the collared chickens doesn't amount to anything. Like There's nothing. There's no. Their presence doesn't add anything to the story. You know. So all the eeriness is just lost the moment they're saved. It's just like. Well their whole presence was pointless. It was just a, a platform for Molly to be trapped in.
0: Well it was also. What Ginger needed to be now a. Fighter for all chicken To free all chickens.
1: Which is even stranger. Because they harken back to that messiah from the first film Mm -hmm. where we have this outsider you know coming in to disrupt the order of things from the inside and they even use the word freedom fighter which specifically is a nod to a specific group of radicals in israel and throughout the middle east like jihadists consider themselves as freedom fighters like that's a very specific term that refers to today and radical groups in the Middle East.
0: I thought freedom fighters had multiple uses throughout history. Yeah, I don't don't know. And I
1: feel like it's unavoidable because of what the first one is. And it's very much a labor camp or concentration camp, I should say. It feels like they know what they have. And there's this little nod to knowing that they have started and succeeded at a revolution already now intend to continue disrupting you know the orderly things that are that are present like this chicken farm that they don't agree with all of a sudden too it's not ginger's motive from the beginning she's just inspired in the moment which is kind of hollow and definitely reminds me of you know twitter rights
0: yeah i don't know cause, because ginger's had this spirit all along she has it's not All of a sudden, she had a kid now, so she feels like she has to think a different way and act a different way. Her kid here teaches her that she doesn't really have to, that she can still let go and not feel so protective.
1: But then it ends on her organizing another revolution.
0: Yes. So she
1: backtracks that she... She is no longer letting go. She's reminded of her crazy, radical self, young self.
0: She's reminded that there's things out there that need help. And if she can help, why shouldn't she? And maybe kind of gives her a purpose that mothers lose. I don't know. I'm not a mother. I don't have kids. I can't relate with this movie on maybe something they were hoping that we could relate on?
1: Sure, because people who grew up with the first chicken run are likely to have kids today.
0: Right. So I can't I can't relate there. But there's probably something to that. But I don't know. That's fair, yeah. I also wasn't sure how I felt about them showing us the flashbacks or basically like a quick montage of the first chicken run. It felt off to me. This wasn't released at the movie theaters, right? It was only Netflix and whatever festivals. So, it wasn't necessary to do that. Like, I feel like if you were going to do a theatrical release, then yeah, I could understand you doing that. We're also at an age where we can rewatch anything and everything, and we do. I feel like that's very common, or it might just be me, but if I'm going to re if I'm going to watch something that's coming out that had a previous movie, I'm going to watch the movie before. Even with T V, you know, new seasons coming out. If I can, I'm going to rewatch the previous seasons. So we're at this age where it it's at our fingertips to rewatch something. So it felt off adding that. I know it's been twenty years, twenty, twenty something, however long. So, I, I guess I can kind of understand why they felt like they needed to do that. But then on the other hand, Chicken Run is such a classic movie that you don't need to remind people of it. And it went all, It went long. It went pretty long. It wasn't just a quick, here's the camps, here's Mrs. Tweety, boom. It showed a lot.
1: Yeah, it was just a total grab at, you remember these? Remember this? because there was no narrative reason for any of it it was just man it was just fluff for the time i mean it wasn't that long maybe 2 minutes 3 minutes right
0: i felt like it was longer
1: but it was definitely pointless definitely a grab at at what nostalgia
0: but we already we we've already rewatched chicken run we've, we started rewatching but chicken run when you put it on netflix to remind us they
1: got to remind you that they remember it's like we remember, you remember
0: i <laughs> I don't know it just seems
1: it's manipulative because that it might even indicate that they know they have lost touch with or maybe they have no proper vision for the new chicken run, and so they're gonna you know tie your emotion, your part of your early experience of for this movie to the original. like remember this was good, all right, now we're gonna continue. And so you, you're you having to back your mind, maybe, that it was better than it actually was. Because there's nothing really going for this movie on its own.
0: But does that work?
1: Spliminal messaging.
0: But it didn't work for me.
1: Well, aren't you just a smart cookie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm your average movie watcher. I... Aw where I need to aww and I cry where I need to cry I I cheer where I need to cheer so I, I I feel like if you didn't get me with this you're not getting anyone with this
1: I feel like I have to agree yeah
0: I don't know it just it just it it felt like this is how you're gonna start out by wasting my time okay cool you've been telling me you're releasing this movie since I don't know, April, however long it's been, I guarantee you I've rewatched it. I don't know. I had I had a problem with that, if you can't tell.
1: Is it worse? It's, it is in a way it's worse, but is it on the same level as anime giving you flashbacks from the most previous episode? I guess that comes with the territory in anime. It
0: does come with the territory. And my anime watching kind of consists of it being in the background while I'm doing something else. So, I really don't mind some of those flashbacks. So, I don't know if it's worse. I really don't. But it, it, it definitely annoyed me. Tell you what. How did you feel about Mrs. Tweety being our villain? Apparently, that was spoiled everywhere in the trailers and the whatever releases. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, people were mad that that could have been a great reveal. That would have
1: been a cool reveal. Yeah. Totally. Um, it couldn't have been anyone else. If we were going to have a sequel, we had to, uh, t- you know, tie it up from both ends. Bring in Ginger, bring in Ginger's nemesis.
0: All right. right. Makes sense.
1: Because otherwise you're going to have to tell a proper new story. And they don't have one in them because <laughs> they live in paradise. Okay. The chickens, right? Yeah. There's nothing nothing going on. Of course, this wild youngin has to spark some kinda, of, you know, new new epic in the world of the chickens. So that's fine. And I'm happy that she found another after I guess Mr. Tweety got cooked into a pie or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Someone said they divorced. I was like, did he not die?
1: And it's kinda of fun that she has this like secret lair, you know, secret evil layer where she does her chicken deeds and I I, I guess the setup to what she's doing it works in my mind because i guess it feels like it takes place far enough back in time like in the you know 1950s or 60s or something like that that it feels like this was the progenitor to like kfc or something it was like this was what came right before kfc and then kfc blew up or you know other chicken places blew up
0: yeah her um her outfit and her makeup her look gave me like 70s vibes
1: So I thought that was all kind of fun. I I dare say it was the only decent part of the movie was everything she was doing Mm -hmm. with the chicken operation and how just outrageous it was.
0: Yeah, I I like that they brought her back. I like that I didn't watch anything on this film, so I was super surprised when she came down the stairs. I got that moment that they wanted where I'm like, she's back, so... You know, they got one person here and I liked that they gave her like a cat eye eyeliner look with the claymation, even though we just talked about the claymation kind of being more CG'd. I still like that they attempted that. That's cool. I I don't know if I've ever seen something like that on somebody's face. Makeup.
1: Yeah, totally. It was the art style, not the animation But the art style is no doubt awesome. But it is also one of those things where, you know, not unsimilar to Pixar, you can't let that get in your way of the movie being good or bad. Mm -hmm. Because terrible art style can come with a really great movie and, you know, really amazing, crispy art style. Like some Pixar stuff comes with a really terrible movie. (laughs) So the art direction, you know, with the, the whole chicken interior like playground and <laughs> then the where the chickens live on the island and stuff is awesome. It yes. really is awesome. Even if it's not entirely claymation cuz I know they they made everything out of clay and then they took 3D photographs of everything to able to and were able to manipulate it. So there is an authenticity there, no doubt. Right. And like you said it, it does kind of lose some of its handmade and it kind of becomes sterile here and there. It becomes a little bit more of a traditional animation where it's just, it's it's kind of crispy and it leaves something to be desired because we've seen what it can be. You know, we've seen Chicken Run 1. It's it's amazing. That movie is amazing looking. Yes. So it's it's cool to see a very, I guess, natural choice to make you know Tweety look like you know versus something like Pinocchio you don't put makeup on anyone you just stylize them more Mm -hmm. you know or I guess any other stop motion really you just you don't do little details like that you just make them into characters yeah and so it's kind of and I saw there's this weirdness around Tweety saying she's sexy and stuff which is weird (laughs) that's fine all right (laughs) but she's and I guess that was a thing in the original so her with makeup on and then her purple dress it's just like or people were just hot about that you know it's mrs just, tweety yeah <laughs> i was like all right this is the thing this is happening and so the makeup you know really and i guess it's funny that you bring that up about the makeup
0: that's fine yeah that's funny that you bring that up about them finding mrs tweety attractive now new man new job And She got like a
1: new, new man in this one, too. We saw her. Maybe the focal should have been on her.
0: That would have been cool. That would have been pretty cool.
1: We just see... That would have been cool because we see her doing her chicken operation and it would just be weird, a weird vibe because it's just like, are we really on Tweety's side (laughs) right now? Are Mrs. Tweety's side right now? And then we see Ginger you know fucking her operation and then maybe we're anti ginger all of a sudden maybe there's kind of this dual duality <laughs> happening between the two movies
0: yeah everyone's all about the like villain side of the story now hey Mrs. Yeah. Tweety. i'm surprised she didn't die when she got cooked she just got fried battered.
1: she got well maybe did she just get battered i don't know because i mean she should have been fried right the
0: batter protected her Is that what we're getting here?
1: No, that's not how it works.
0: No, because... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she should have died.
1: She should have died, totally.
0: I wish they would have killed her then. And she would have just came out as a big-ass chicken nugget. It
1: would have been so innocent, too, because she would have come out as a big chicken nugget, and we would have just been like, is that Tweety? That's all you can really say, you know? And then we move on. Yes. And that would harken back to that weird adultiness of the first one
0: yes and just get rid of that whole thing with her climbing on top of the truck and axing a hole and trying to get them that
1: yeah but they just wanted to remind you of the getaway scene in the first one at that point it's just like oh with the axe and everything she's like oh please stop
0: like we already got that up there when they were with rocky yeah We we got your moment here with them getting away and she's about to Yeah, I don't know, I just I yeah, I'm with you. I wish she would have been a big ass chicken nugget and let it be up to everyone's imagination.
1: And that other guy, like the guy she was working with, could have like this his face that would've been priceless if we could've seen his face of a of a big ass chicken nugget come out and it you know, the size of a human, size of a Miss Tweety, and he's just like what the fuck, you know? Yes, maybe have awesome. like
0: a slight purple boot out or something if you wanted to. Yeah, appeal it to the kids, but no, no purple boot. Just ah, oh, man, that would have been great.
1: And then they could make a little joke, being like, "Well, she was never very happy.
0: <laughs> uh, she always knew those chickens would kill her." <laughs> <laughs> One more thing I want to talk about is just the kind of parallel reference of the two movies when we have one chicken that's being singled out. And I love that they did this. We have the one chicken here who gets turned into nuggets. She's our example. She's walking up there into her heaven. and Which boom. was another great scene. Yes, great scene. She, boom, comes out chicken nuggets <laughs> they eat her right there. I mean, oh my god, it's great. And it's I feel like it's a little nod to Edwina in the first movie that didn't produce enough eggs. And she gets singled out and uh gets her little head chopped off. And I'm like, "Oh my god. That's so cute." <laughs> that's so morbid, but it's so cute. Yeah, it's awesome. I like that. I love I love that they did that. That's how you do like a nice little nod to the original
1: totally and they made a really interesting creative choice giving all of the the collared chickens giving them their collar and not letting them have any personality so all the personality can be stuck on molly and Friz and the original bunch and stuff and so they make a really and you know deliberate choice there so we don't get lost in other personalities but then we forget that all the other characters have personalities it's just like what happened here (laughs) i wish we maybe could have just gotten a new group of chickens and you know in in the new chicken farm just with molly and two others or something
0: yeah because this this chicken is number you know whatever 305 i don't know what number she was but from the first movie i remember her fucking name Mm -hmm. it was edwina so it, the, a lot of the personality was lost there.
1: Yeah,
0: like feeling bad for these chickens. So and they
1: yeah. could have really run with maybe that she's a lot like her mom. That she sparks this revolution internally and they break out on their own. We just get a total repeat of the first one. That would have been much better. Yeah, than a heist. Just totally reset the playing field and then it's it'd be even it might be even funnier because instead of Tweety having her nemesis Ginger right. We just get the impression that she is in way over her head dealing with chickens. She's dumber <laughs> than chickens. You know, that would have been funny, too. That would have been so, funny, too. Apparently, I'm going to rewriting this.
0: All right. That's fine. I'll watch it. Yeah, I saw an interview with the director that he didn't want this to be called a sequel. Ugh. That it was more of a reboot and not even an homage to the original. But more like he wanted the audience to visualize it as a reboot.
1: Is he stupid? Uh, that's dumb that's a dumbass thing to say. You're making a chicken run movie. <laughs> there's one other chicken run movie. Molly's parents are Ginger and Rocket. <laughs> Rocky, excuse me.
0: The Yeah, you're not wrong. I just thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, that's that's not there's a, it, Either he's...
0: Is he thinking that because he thinks this could be a standalone movie?
1: Maybe, maybe. I guess then it could be. But that's a pretty lousy explanation. Because what's the point of it being a chicken run movie then? What's the point of it having Ginger and Rocky and the other the rest of the crew? You know, I know you neuter them along the way. But you do land on, oh, Molly's just like her mom. okay so more than anything I bet you that's just you know PR talk he's trying to build a little hype for the movie it's something fresh it's something new it's like no Sam you you know what's happening here
0: yeah same story new perspective I don't know
1: they got that Netflix money and Mm -hmm. they were like right, we're gonna we've been signed to make a chicken run movie we don't have a story to tell.
0: We don't have a story to tell. So what?
1: So what do we do? Because you know they landed. Excuse the pun. They landed on two legs in the first movie, right? It's a perfect bow. They wrapped it up. They got away. You know we we see the island. We see the potential for new life. The bow is in place. We're we're good. There was no need for a sequel.
0: There was no need for a sequel.
1: It's the kind of, I know they imply like making babies at the end, right? But that's the kind of so called cliffhanger that lets the chickens, lets the characters live in the back of your mind that they're going to live on. They're going to have, they're going to just continue trying to make the best of the world. You know, that's that kind of cliffhanger. That's not a sequel cliffhanger. Kind of like, in Godzilla minus one, where we we know what we just covered, it's a similar situation where there's no story cliffhanger, right? There's a symbolic kind of cliffhanger at the end of Godzilla. I guess I won't spoil it here, but it's not so explicit that there's oh, gonna be a sequel kind of yeah. thing, you know, kind of like um the the recent animated Spider mo- Spider Man movie with Miles. That's
0: exactly what I was thinking of.
1: That's a massive cliffhanger yeah, that need- if you don't clear up i'm gonna blow my fucking brains out
0: exactly i'm still waiting that still (laughs) haunts me every once in a while
1: yeah so that's different so yeah i don't i don't uh sam fell is just it's just pr talk
0: all right sam i hear you yeah (laughs) so i want to talk about the pacing of the final scene where they're trying to press the button to stop the the callers so to stop the chickens from marching and, you know, killing their <laughs> French chickens. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was weird.
0: That was weird. It was very weird. Why?
1: It was so weird that... And they knew they were taking so long that our, you know, our chickens were becoming <laughs> parallel with the uh, assembly belt. They were. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is this taking so long? What should have happened... That should have been where Tweety basically dies, right? We get this big, like, what the fuck? And then she comes out of Chicken Nugget, and then there's another kind yes. of what the fuck. That's It should have been relatively quick, probably half the time. But that was odd, yeah.
0: I understand the need to build up suspense. But that was way too long.
1: Yeah, you don't build up the suspense when the control is in Ginger's hand.
0: It was in Molly's <laughs> hand. Yeah, yeah. For the longest time. And then it was in Ginger's hand for the longest time. It's
1: like, what is going Can on? Can someone yeah. press
0: the fucking button, please? Yeah. And I, I I, forgot about that. That the other chickens were, like, parallel to <laughs> the, to the uh, belt, really. That was funny. I, is that what they were going for? Something humorous? Because it, it didn't land. Uh, yeah,
1: I would assume so. Yeah.
0: Like, way too long for it to be humorous.
1: And they tried to give Rocky... Another moment. Yeah. But we've already neutered him. We've put, we've we buzz light eared him. He's, he's a, he's a non character all of a sudden. Like he's, he's just the dad. Yeah. The you, bumbling dad, I should say.
0: Yeah. And then you gave him a weird dance sequence to remind us that he's a performer.
1: Yeah. I guess so. That's probably why.
0: Okay. Cool. Absolute no use to the rest of the story, but. All right, he can dance, and he's a performer. I was listening to an interview with um the animators that they had to develop a different smile set for Ginger because in the first movie, she didn't smile a lot. Hmm. And in this movie, she smiles a lot throughout the film. So that kind of just signaled to me, how do you not notice this tone difference just based off of Ginger's smile, based off her happiness level here. I don't know. I don't know if there's something else that I needed to interpret from that, that Ginger's happy, happier now with a kid. I don't know, but it just really sparked a, a tone difference with me with them saying that.
1: Yeah, which I don't think would have been an issue if they could have played with that a little bit more, like playing with like false happiness or manufactured happiness, I should say, and playing with sheltering your child a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what that would look like because I thought we were going to kind of have a coming-of-age story with Molly, but it she didn't really, nothing.
0: No, she didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, we didn't really get anything out of Molly's character other than that she was an adventurer. So, yeah, I mean, it kind of, just, I guess that was just a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I guess it shouldn't even be weird that she's smiling, but it's it adds to the tone that doesn't really sell itself. Yes. And I'm just like with you, I guess. I'm I was like, I don't I don't really know what we're going for here. Like I I feel like this we w- all the problems could be solved if we just had a different perspective through Mr. Mrs Mrs Tweedy. You know what've been really cool was if the trailers we're all focused on ginger and molly and like at the at the crib and everything mm-hmm. and then when the movie comes out it's all mrs, mrs. tweety no <laughs> ginger like no perspective from ginger and molly you know what i mean like just yeah. total a false trailer
0: and the trailer could have been shot from like above like someone's looking someone tall is looking at him yeah that would have been cool they
1: yeah. should have had more fun with it they should have, they just yes. it didn't seem like they had fun making this movie
0: it seemed like they had fun in very specific places.
1: Yeah, like the the playground. Chicken yes, playground. The chicken totally. playground.
0: Pretty much it. Yeah. And the Miss Tweety stuff. But man, what a what a miss. I guess the last thing I wanna cover is um a lot of things a lot of different people commented on how this was in uh like a vegetarian film, like a vegan. Anti... How it wasn't? How it is. Oh. um, An anti-eating chicken film. And I don't know about you, but those nuggets looked pretty good. Yeah, those nuggets stuck out. Yes, they look crispy. They made you want to go get chicken nuggets.
1: They actually make the whole slaughterhouse operation thing look pretty humane. Yeah. I mean, they do it to us too they you know you you dope them up with something you put a collar on them to make them you know happy and then you you know they live their life out no matter you know how short it is yeah and then the the nuggets stuck out like graphically I was just like man those are crispy looking nuggets
0: yes yeah I, I don't understand why the need to pinpoint this movie into that like in that direction. I I don't get it. I I nothing in this movie sparked don't eat chickens. Yeah, you know these chickens are cute. They have families, they have feelings, but that doesn't make it a don't eat chicken film. Yeah, whatsoever.
1: It, it if anything, it really just sparks this idea of man chickens are crafty little bastards. <laughs>
0: eat the chickens they're too smart they're too smart
1: (laughs) yeah i don't think you'd ever see something like that come out of a such a storied british studio british think they're too funny so they would never have something to say about (laughs) not eating chicken you know now if an american studio made this i could see them trying to lean into that Mm -hmm. which could be fine could be could work i thought you were gonna say that it didn't embrace I thought you were. I thought you were going to get into people criticizing something that's not there, as in the.
0: They need to embrace it.
1: Yeah, as in they need to embrace it. Yeah, yeah. No. I thought that's the route you were about to go right there because pe- that's that's the popular thing to do to criticize something that's not there.
0: Oh well, they're criticizing something that's also not there.
1: Well, they think it's there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit different. It's a little. It's a little fair, more fair criticism, I would say, actually.
0: All right. Good job, people. <laughs>
1: Plus one to Plus, the people.
0: <laughs> Plus one to the people.
1: Yeah, no, it's... uh, That would have been a funny thing. I could ev- could have even seen... I don't know where it fit, but like a little flash to like a field of like milk cows. Like hearing about like... I don't know, some joke is made and then we get this weird random bee flash to cows making a face about... Maybe the chicken says, I wish they would eat more cows and then it, it flash. I don't know.
0: Yeah, kind of like... How Chick Fil A has the cow saying, "Yeah, eat more chicken."
1: Yeah, something like that. Something
0: like that. Yeah, I could see
1: a little funny nod to that. I guess that would have been a straight up nod to probably Chick Fil A.
0: That w- that still would have been fine. That would have been that would have been cute. But um, yeah, it saddens me that um this movie was not what I wanted.
1: Yeah, it's I I didn't really expect much. Going into it, I guess I I immediately thought, oh, it's gonna be a coming of age film, but it turned into a heist, which was I was just like, okay, this, the, and it turned then it turned into now we're the the brain power of future revolutions. I'm just like, all right, this is where we we're going,
0: which is fine if they would have kept the claymation that we all love, and if they wouldn't have made the stupid jokes, if they would have tightened the dialogue, still have your heist mission. Still have whatever you want to have here with your story, because you're right, you know the ending of the last movie gave them free will to do whatever they wanted, really, with these chickens, but they completely lost some of the some of the things that I thought at least would be here in this film.
1: It's not British enough, damn,
0: you telling me i I like my british
1: you like your British humor
0: my British humor, I do like my British humor. You ever see that show, Idiot Abroad? Mm mm. Oh man, that's a good show. <laughs>
1: well man, that was that was a movie and this was a talk. Thank you for this. Thank you for watching it with me.
0: Thank you for being there while I watch this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you have a budget guess for me?
0: I do. Uh seventy five million.
1: Seventy five million. That seems pretty reasonable. Alright. There's no conclusive budget guess or a budget out there because it's a Netflix movie and they don't like releasing those numbers because they that would give only that much more data to the public, only indicating how much money is kind of being thrown around at Netflix. And they want to keep that under wraps because they don't want anyone knowing how much people are getting paid. They don't want anyone knowing how much budget this movie is getting, how much movie this budget is getting over here. They don't want any of that going around. So, so they it's... can
0: keep increasing my subscription price?
1: Exactly. But I'm going to guess this movie probably floats around the, the $70 million mark. Yeah, for sure. Because we lose a little bit of the time spent with you know the claymation side of it. Because they're making these, they're taking 3D images of them, and then they're manipulating them. Is there a more expensive route? It's hard to say. It really is because fewer people can work on the claymation of the production but a lot of people can work on the cg part of it Uh, so it's hard to say so but i would guess probably real close to 70 million dollars so i think that's an excellent guess especially with nothing conclusive out there well thank you yeah and it seems to be making this round it feels like it's one of the more popular netflix movies of the year fine cool cool yeah i mean i'm i don't like this movie in particular i think it's very fine i think it's i think it's still very mid Do you, have you leaned one way or the other nope i I think it's an extremely mid movie
0: i feel like some of the high points are a little higher that keep me from making a decision like that summer holiday scene was just it was yeah. too good yeah totally, too totally good
1: but then the voice acting was so just what the fuck and then what they did to these characters was yeah. just so bizarre so, I hear that. I hear that.
0: Yeah, and I the more I learn about some of these films and how these films are made, I'm finding that stop motion and claymation is probably one of the coolest behind the scenes stuff I've seen. Like if I were to pick somewhere to work in the film industry, I'd probably gear towards um stop motion. So maybe there's a little special place there. Sure, sure, sure.
1: That would be unfortunate.
0: Because of the clay shortage.
1: Because of the clay <laughs> shortage, yeah. But uh, because there's just not very many stop motion projects out there, mm-hmm. so you'd you'd be very limited in where you can work, and if you'd even have work. So.
0: I mean, it sounds like I could just get some clay and make a movie myself.
1: Yeah, 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 you could. I wanted to report to everybody the letterbox general consensus. Hit me. It's sitting at a three point three.
0: Three point three. All right.
1: And it's weighted on the threes. All right. It's a little high. If you ask me, what would you give it?
0: Uh, I originally gave it a 2.5. So I'm right there with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That looked like that was the, the high mark.
0: Yeah, I was hoping to get kind of pushed to a three for me, but I don't know if it did.
1: What would you give the original?
0: I'm not sure what I gave the original, but probably a 3.5, if okay. not a four. So
1: Glad to hear it. I'd give it a 1.5.
0: Wow, you must have hated it.
1: <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the steins Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for brand new episodes over on patreoncom slash Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Remember to leave nice reviews, comments, concerns.
0: Go give us a dollar.
1: Go give us a dollar at our Patreon, please.
0: To pay for Netflix subscription. That'd be nice.
1: Come by our Patreon also to leave a movie suggestion.
0: Ooh. Freebie.
1: Freebie. Anyone. Anyone. Anyone come by.
0: I'm going to come by. What
1: are you going to suggest?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I didn't know it was anyone.
1: But until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of The Film of Steins. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on our cinematic journey. We hope you enjoyed the discussion and gained some new insights and perspectives on the world of movies. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, especially Patreon, at patreon.com slash And follow us on social media for more film-related content. We love hearing from our listeners, so if you have any feedback, suggestions, movie recommendations, or book recommendations, please feel free to reach out to us. Until next time, keep watching, keep loving the magic of movies. This is The Film of Steins, signing off.
0: Cabo Cabo